Hey, welcome to the Platform Life where I'm your host Marvin Kelly. Uh, this is a big day for me because it is a vision to come true. And I know that most people may say uh, it is a dream to come true, which is nothing wrong with that. But this is something that the Lord has placed uh, in my spirit to do. And that vision is to start a podcast. And finally, it is uh, now manifested. And I am genuinely excited for the birthday uh, of this podcast. Uh, so the saying that uh, this is our first episode, and I can't wait to see what God has in store for us uh, in this season. On the other hand, this gives, gives me a chance to be a light and an encouragement to all those individuals that the Lord will lead to listen to this podcast while on their journey. So let me um, just start off by saying, be encouraged while you're on your journey for the Lord will bring you through every situation. Uh, one thing I believe that this podcast will bring to the listeners is strength in their walk and also their stance towards difficult situations uh, because of the topics that we will be covering. And plus, uh, that's the area that God has shown himself really strong to me. Uh, I believe um, as I share what he's done for me, it will hopefully be profitable to you in the sense of giving you the knowledge that will let you know that he can do the same for you in your lives. Um, it, it talks about that over there in Revelation chapter 12, verses 11, um, that we are overcomers um, by what was done on the cross with Christ and by the words of believers' testimonies as we share them with one another, which will increase our faith to know that God can make his people overcomers of all things. So I truly believe that God's people we get stronger as we share things that God has done for us uh, on that personal level. Um, I will be venturing into different topics on this podcast and prayerfully it will stimulate people's hearts and minds and provoke them towards good works or just simply to encourage them to not be weary and well-doing and uh, to be able to finish strong uh, with their walk with God. Uh, I will be having special guests on this podcast uh, that will engage and plug into the topics that we will be speaking on, which will help um, give a different perspective on these things. Okay, uh, again, this is the podcast um, that God has given me. And again, uh, this podcast is called Platform Life. And the Lord placed that name in my spirit for a reason. And I asked God, I said, I said, uh, Lord, what is a platform life? Um, what does it consist of? Uh, when I start, um, when I start putting things together, I got a little confused at first because I thought that God was coming from a perspective that dealt with achievements and accomplishments, and how some individuals and some Christians speak of living their best life, which is um, which uh, it's nothing wrong with um, until it's presented the wrong way. And many uses this form, or uh, this form of speech, or many uses this uh, from the standpoint of "I am a king's kid," and I know we heard it before. I know you heard that before. I am a king's kid, so therefore, I shouldn't have the best of everything. And um, there are some things I'm supposed to have as a king's kid uh, in this life. This is true. This is very true. But God never promised everything will be the best. And everyone is not going to have the best thing all the time. Uh, I hear so many people presenting the gospel from this standpoint. And I don't believe, and this is just me, I don't believe that God truly wants us as believers 
to have that perspective of, of gain and accomplishments towards ministry. Even though we might obtain material possessions and uh, numerous amounts of, uh, uh, of achievements on this platform, but that shouldn't be the sole purpose of ministry. This shouldn't be uh, the, the focal theme that we should present to people when concerning the kingdom of God. Uh, Jesus never presented the kingdom as such, but he came to bring life and salvation to the world. And we are commanded to do the same thing. And this is something we, we heard before, uh, which is mostly by accomplishments that we obtain, which I will define in a minute. Uh, still, God wasn't talking about that. But what he did drop in my heart when he spoke of um, the platform life was referring to the, the wholeness of life instead of the fullness. And there is a difference between them. It is not about living our best lives, which is nothing really wrong with that. But it's about living a set apart life unto the Lord, which may never have happiness, which may never uh, experience riches or even be um, physically fit to achieve certain things in this life. But let me say, even though you may never have happiness, but you will always but you can always have joy. Come on. God can give you joy and the joy of the Lord is our strength. But let me just get back to it right quick. Um, um, because God will allow us to experience the riches of wealth, the riches of health, uh, as well as the riches of our soul. And God wants us to have wholeness in all these three areas. And you will realize that, that what used to matter to you don't matter as much as it used to. Um, because you know then that the wholeness of life makes all things uh, sufficient and brings a balance to your life. God gives you peace inside of that life. Which to me, peace is the greatest of all. Plus, peace uh, brings the knowing that all things is going to work out for our good because of who we trust or who we uh, uh, put our trust in or who our trust is connected to. Um, but let me define both words, the fullness and also the wholeness. Fullness is defined as the quality of, 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 um, of being full. And so I looked at the word full and that is defined as not lacking any essentials. Being the highest or the greatest of degree, uh, being at the height of development, possessing or containing a great number of amount. You see, all this is pertaining uh, to the things of uh, on the hour, uh, things that we can obtain. And then it says this, it says, having the abundance of material, satisfy, especially with food or drink. And so this is covering everything on the hour, but not really touching uh, the things uh, that are inwardly, but that's just talking about the fullness of life. But when you talk about the wholeness of life, it is defined differently. Definition of the wholeness states free from wounds and injuries, unhurt, recover from wounds and injuries, restored, being healed whole of any ancient evils. You see that? Now, I didn't make that up. That's in the definitions. Being healed whole from any ancient evils, any bloodline. Uh, curses or spirits uh, free from defect, uh, impairment, uh, impairment, excuse me, intact, physically sound and healthy, free of disease and deformities, uh, mentally or emotionally sound, uh, having uh, all its proper parts and components being complete. And this is talking about the wholeness of life. It talks about the things 
that are not uh, all, uh, not just inwardly, but it's also talking about things outwardly. And so it is having a complete life in Christ. So, so Christ's desire uh, for us to live in the wholeness of life and then to be that living example of that wholeness for the world to see and also for, the, for them to experience it uh, in their lives as well. Um, the perfect example in the Bible was when Jesus met uh, the impotent man in John 5. And where the impotent man desired to be complete in this health, but Christ saw and wanted more for him, um, uh, Christ. So Christ desired for him to have um, the wholeness of his life. Thus, you can see that when Jesus met him at the pool of Bethesda and he asked him a question uh, and it wasn't about his health, so to say, but it was about his overall health. And the question that he asked uh, him was, will thou be made whole? And the whole in this text, the word whole in this text uh, means to be complete, sound of health, to be well in the body. Uh, and it says to be uncorrupt, our truth and doctrine. So the word whole that Christ asked was geared towards the whole person. Not just a particular situation, but it was geared towards the whole man. So as you continue to read the story, you will see that it was the impotent man's sinful nature that caused him to be impaired uh, inwardly in these verses or in these areas, excuse me, which then result in outward dysfunction. Therefore, in order for Jesus to give him what he, he was asking for, um, that was only pertaining to the ex external condition. Christ had to deal with the condition of his heart and soul first, the inwardly, uh, the inward things. When you look at him later in the narrative, you will see where Jesus met him in the temple and told the man to sin no more. Don't sin anymore unless the worst come upon you. And majority, majority of the times when you have an outward condition, it has a lot to do with the inward condition as well. And God sometimes has to deal with the inward condition in order to see manifestation in the outward. For example, when you see a person or you yourself don't have balance in your life, it is something that has to do with the inward, uh, uh, really the inward condition first. Uh, and, and you don't have time to handle your affairs. You have to ask yourself, uh, am I really walking in wholeness? Or if you're possessive or controlling of another individual, that's when you have to ask yourself again, am I whole? And one more, uh, if you're chasing after success and that chase is causing, causing you to leave your God, and causing damage in your family, ask yourself, am I really whole? And these are the questions that I believe in asking ourselves to help us to evaluate our lives. So many people believe that being whole is based on the accumulation of things or the accomplishments of the society, but it's not. Uh, Paul says in Philippians chapter 3, verses 4, he says, Though I may also have confidence in the flesh, if any man other think that he had whereof he might trust in his flesh, he says, I the more. Circumcised the eighth day, the stock of Israel, the tribe of Benjamin, and Hebrews of all Hebrews, touching the law of Pharisees, he says, I have I had everything and I have everything. He says, Concern, concerning the zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness, which is in the uh, law, blameless. All my accolades, all my accomplishments that I, that I have, I am the best thereof. That's what he's saying. He says, but what things were gained to me, those I count lost for Christ. 
He says, Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellencies of the knowledge of Jesus Christ my Lord, for whom I have suffered loss of all things, and I count them things but dung, that I may win Christ. He says, So everything that I have accomplished in this life, he says, you know, all the fullness that I have experienced and obtained, he says, I count it dung, I count it worthless for a relationship of Christ to obtain the wholeness of this life. And this is a point where we see Paul now walking in the wholeness of his life. He does not glorify in his accomplishments, nor is he allowing his success to be his label, but pushes them away uh, for those things, uh, those things that are, that are not really the real. He's pushing them, them things away that really doesn't have real meaning, but pressing towards the things that does for he denies uh, uh, everything. Uh, for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ for the Lord Jesus. Um, we have a lot of individuals who are successful, beautiful, healthy, but broken and unhappy, longing for something to fill that emptiness deep inside their souls. Uh, we have people walking around here with sick souls that need to be healed, and Christ has that healing for you. He desires for us to live in the wholeness of life, and display uh, and display that on the platform with no wounds, no injuries, but restored so that people can see that it is possible not to have much, but to still be successful or to have much and still be complete. See, God never said that he that you won't accomplish anything. Um, but when you do achieve these accomplishments, he doesn't want you to lose him or yourself while getting uh, while getting it. John deals with it. Um, as well. And he says, and the third John uh, chapter two, it says, beloved, I wish above uh, it says, all things that you may prosper. That's number one. And the word prosper right there means to succeed in business affairs, to really be wealthy, to succeed in your business affairs. Excuse me. So he deals with money, prosper. The second one is, he says, um, uh, to be in health. And that word help is to be well in the body. Not only that, it says uh, also to be uncorrupt uh, are true in doctrine. So it deals with your body and spirituality. So he wants you to be he uh, well in your body as well as your spirituality. And that third, and says, even as thou soul prosper, and that deals with the mental health, with your mind to have peace of mind. And he deals with these three areas in your life. And if dealt with correctly, he says, it will produce wholeness in the, in, in the entirety. And these are the three topics that I'm going to be dealing with uh, on this podcast. Just let me just let me say this, though. Let me say this. Uh, if you are a believer or not. Know that you are always on a certain platform, whether you're displaying good or evil, you're always seen by someone, uh, whether it's a co-worker or family member, friends or just people in general. Um, but when it gears, gears towards Christianity, uh, the platform is something that you will always be on. Uh, in my experience in this life, it seemed like once people know that you are saved, there is a light that's placed on you all the time uh, because of your lifestyle. And there is a difference that's supposed to be uh, in our lives that makes us set apart for God's purpose. And secondly, they're watching to see if you're going to hold to a godly standard as well. The Father in heaven uh, wants everyone to have a platform of life. 
He desires that for his people. Uh, it says this in the scripture, uh, John 10 and 10, it says, um, he says, as he says, I come that you, he says that they might have a life and that they might have it more abundantly. So he desires for that. And also he wants this for you to exemplify Christ's behaviors uh, in his, his manners. Um, there are two biblical points that shows this in the Bible that sticks out to me uh, about the platform life. And I'm pretty sure that more scripture speaks about um, this standpoint. Uh, but the scriptures that sticks out to me the most are found in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 5, uh, verses 13 through 16, where it states, it says, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its savior, he said, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing, but cast it out to be trotted upon uh, under the foot of men. And then it says, uh, you are the salt of the world, a city that is set on the hill. And that hill represents the platform where things can be seen because it is it, because it says this more. It says it cannot be hid. So the Bible is saying that that our lives is on full display for the world to see and not only to see, to have access, to have access, to be able to obtain help if they need it. The world needs help. And you are the platform that it sees. And as well, you are not only the platform that it sees, but you should be the door or, 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 or the help that it needs um, in this time of trouble. Uh, and it says in the 15 verse, it says, Neither do men light a candle and put it under a, a, a bristle, but a candlestick. Um, and it gives light unto all that are in the house. So our lifestyle is seen by our family as well as anyone else that has, that is connected to us. And it says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works, your good works, your righteous works that that's in actions that you're doing. Uh, and it says, glorify your father, which is in heaven and your witness and your saltiness is your witness Amen. That people may see, that people may uh, be preserved by, um, that people may hear the gospel and then come to Christ and glorify the Father by what they see in your life. For we are the light of the world. Um, thus, this is the state of life that God desires for us to live uh, as example for the kingdom, to have a platform life. This is a stage for the world to see, and that's going to be seen by people who uh, on whatever level that that is pertaining to our lives, on whatever level, maybe your household, your co-workers, like I said before, people who are connected to you. So I, I see why God corrected me at the beginning before I even started this podcast, because he didn't want me to talk about the platform life that pertains to the fullness of this world, which mostly covers the natural accomplishments that we achieve achieve and obtain by hard work, but he wants me to speak on the wholeness of life, which comes through a disciplined life in Christ, which covers both spiritual and natural. So I want to encourage everyone to take a moment, at least to sit down and to evaluate your life and see is, is the life that you represent uh, to everyone, is, is it promoting the fullness of this life or the wholeness of it? For what you promote is a witness of your life and whoever God has allowed you to have influence over will try to obtain what you have, what they see, uh, and will definitely be affected by your stance. So this is our time for today. And um, 
I pray that uh, God's blessing be over your life as you continue to stretch towards a platform life. Be blessed by the Lord.